0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, everybody, welcome to Locked on NHL. I am your co-host, Chris Maselli from Locked on Avalanche. And with me each and every Thursday, even though this one is coming out a little bit late, Mr. Adam Adam Denker from (laughs) Locked on Lightning. So thank you for joining the show and hanging out with us at the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So Mr. Denker, how's your day going so far? It's going well. Uh, I think it's a nice change of pace for us to kind of maybe do a little, I guess, what we normally had is a Wednesday night uh, recording session kind yeah, of life. turned into a Thursday night fireside chat. Life gets in the way sometimes. So, uh, uh, but I mean, we, we could have just said, no, nah, we're, we're just going to, but no, but that's here we are. The Dedication we have to the Locked On Podcast Network and the people who listen to Locked On NHL. You guys so, are what makes this, this show go. So. Absolutely. So uh, some good stuff going around the National Hockey League. We're going to be talking about uh, a, a, a maybe a comeback. I don't know if it's going to happen. Even if it doesn't, just what Henrik Lundqvist is doing uh, right now, just having skates and pads on is crazy. So we will be talking about that. We will get kind of our thoughts out there on the whole uh, Panarin situation. Uh, we'll look back at Lake Tahoe. We're about a week removed from that. We'll kind of look back how it went uh, some good and some bad. And then it seems like it's a two headed monster for the heart right now between McDavid and Austin Matthews. So we'll kind of throw our two cents into that whole mix. So let's start with some, uh, even though he's not on the Rangers, we're kind of going to bundle these two together as a New York Rangers discussion. So I, you know, Henrik Lundqvist, no secret, same for you. Like I think everything of the guy. Um, And I, I, it's one of those things where I was a little bit heartbroken that he wasn't going to finish his uh, entire career with one team. I get it. And then you get the whole open heart surgery thing. And then you're like, I just hope the guy just makes it through this and can just, just who cares about hockey. I just, you know, just keep Hank alive and that has happened. And now what is it like 40 something days, 41 days, 42 days since that open heart surgery, which went well. And he puts a video up on Twitter of him back on the ice in pads, making saves, not like sprawling out, but, but, Almost like like they were doing like a shootout with him or something like that. Is he Uh, crazy? Number one for doing this, or or is it this is just Henrik Lundqvist? I think it's a con I mean, first of all, what a great story! Uh, He got the surgery. uh, Yeah, I think I believe back in December, if I'm not wrong. Uh, I I mean, come on, like this. Let me me see when he did because I think it was after that, man. It was. Uh, I, yeah maybe i know he made the announcement in december but uh, oh, okay why, okay yeah so uh basically i mean just being back this early is unbelievable and obviously both of us being from new york and we know how much he's meant to this city uh and and yeah it you unfortunately uh it, it was unfortunate to see him go but obviously you know as well as right the whole thing with the heart yeah, yeah that's just a regardless of what sweater you wear uh i mean that's just a not not a good thing to, yeah. to have, and um good thing that he's back, and, and, and good thing first of all that the surgery went well. I mean, yeah. come on, it's an open like for those who've not had surgery or really don't know anyone. For those that had, haven't had open heart surgery, which yes, ninety nine percent of the population, <laughs> basically, and, and neither of us have. No, uh, not yet. And, and not yet. Although um, I am turning forty on Saturday, so I think maybe like a week after you turn forty, I, I, I think they'll start the procedure as, <laughs> as The clock starts uh, hits midnight on your birthday. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, it, just an incredible story. Uh, just the fact that he he's better and all that, but the fact that he's already in pads. Uh, I can't believe it. I, I, and I'm already picking it now, and maybe I'm just caught up at the moment. But I think if he comes back, because, yeah, there, there is – he's still going to leave some time open to see whether or not he thinks mm. maybe coming back to the NHL is is the right thing for him in terms of his health and just for him and his family. If he comes yeah. back, I'm calling it right now, he's winning the Bessina. 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> You don't just come back from a heart surgery and play an average season. Yeah. It doesn't even matter how he performs. It's just if if he gets on the ice. Well, no, I think he's going to put up big numbers to where it's going to merit. I don't think they're going to just hand it out to him. Uh, So so he did have the, he made like, you're right. He made the announcement in December. He had the surgery in January. I don't know when in January. I think it was, I think it was pretty early. So, so a little over a month. We'll say a month and a half. Yeah, Yeah. So it's 40 some days. It's crazy. But they are saying like, you know, he, he I don't know if he was out there on the ice doing these drills to get back in game shape or just because he's a hockey guy and he just yeah. wants to get out there because they're still thrown around. He has months of recovery time that he's going to need before hockey's a thought. Um, Do you think he does? Do you think this is the end of, of Lundqvist or or is it up to the doctors or is it I mean? where do you think this goes? I mean, he's probably not going to be there this year, but do you think he, he comes back? He only signed a one year deal with Washington. So, I mean, I think the future is still unknown for many reasons for him. Well, I mean, he's 39. He, it's not exactly, you know, he, he's still, I I think maybe this could very well do, you know, benefit his career and extending his career. If the doctors say, you know, you're okay to go, uh, I, I don't see why not. I think he, the whole reason the fact that he signed with Washington was to prove that he still got some left in the tank. And I think that he's going to look at this as unfinished business as, as long as he's physically able to go, um, as for his landing spot. I mean, there is a bunch of teams. I think that could, whether he's going to be a starter or not, I think he would want the services of Henrik Glundquist. Yeah. Um, We'll just have to wait and see what, what kind of diagnosis he gets as he, he makes progress in his rehab. But, I mean, like I said, if he comes back, I, I think he's going to make a big impact on whatever club he, he ends up with. We'll see. I mean, I, I he's one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. So um, I, I, I'm of the mind of I don't care. Uh, just let's say he were to come back. I don't care where – he goes if you know the avalanche aren't in it and he is i don't care who he's playing for i am rooting for him even if it's my arch enemy in like you know the minnesota wild i hate to say that Would i root for the minnesota wild if henrik longfist was on there and they were playing for a stanley cup ah I, that would be the worst possible scenario but I'd like to see him get one. I hate to say it, but I think I draw the line at Philly. Sorry, Flyer fans. You can't do that? <laughs> really? I, I, I mean, I would root for him, but I'd be like, I would hate myself at the That's same the time. Thing. That's the thing. Yeah. And can, can you just root for a player to get it? and uh, Can You can be excited for the player, but not the team, right? Can, can a hockey player win a game on his own? I think there's a position in which you can. Mm, yeah, yeah. All right, well. Then uh, Hank's former team still weird saying that, but, uh, his former team is going to well, a particular player. Um, a few days ago now, Artemi Panarin has taken a leave of absence and you know, this is not brand new news, but, um, kind of more stuff is coming out or should I say a lack thereof is more coming out and, uh, is not coming out, I should say. And I mean, I guess if people don't really know the story, he's taken a leave of absence because, Uh, There's been a Russian coach who said when he was playing for him and he was 18 years old, 19 years old, he is claiming he physically assaulted a female. Um, So Panarin has taken leave of absence for that. He has been a very vocal person against the Russian government. So, um, you know, we're, we're not turning into lockdown politics right here, but More the more uh, days that go by, you're getting more and more people backing him up saying like this, this is very, you know, not like the person he is. This sounds just like, uh, you know, sour grapes on the Russian side of things wanting to take him down and it, it sounds like it's a conjured up story. Do you have to investigate it? Yeah. I mean, Those are serious allegations. So you would want your name cleared, uh, if you didn't do it. And if you did do it, then, you know, deal with the consequences. So it's sound, even the KHL has come out and said they never received any complaints. What's your take on this whole situation? This is crazy. It, you know, in a situation like this, especially in the recent years with the women's movement and everything that's come to light with the hashtag me too movement, uh, We're, as a society, listening to more and and taking the the stories of victims more seriously. Uh, And and we're not saying that we're going to discredit the uh, woman's account in this case. But the problem is, is that there is no account. (laughs) There's no woman. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. um, Which, to me, and from everything, all the information that is out there, and the fact that the KHL came out and even said this is kind of not true right um it, it and from everything that i've heard being in new york from from people that i know uh that are affiliated with the rangers and just in the hockey world uh and just know about everything that's going on behind the scenes um this guy the coach and for those who don't know andre nazaroff played i think 12 years in the nhl he was i, I mean for lack of a better term he was a unmemorable player. He, played for the Sharks, uh, bounced around after that. Uh, Really, this just looks like a guy, and I think that's what it's really going to come down to, unless maybe next week, when we're talking next week, this completely new information that is legitimate comes out. Sure. Uh, Really, all this looks like is a guy who has, it's been noted, he's had a history of emotional and mental outbursts, um, who is very politically involved in Russia, uh, trying to gain favor with Vladimir Putin to, hmm. and, I, and from what I heard, he's just coming out saying this because he really wants that head coaching job for Team Russia. Uh, really bad. And he thinks that this might put him in, you know, the driver's seat for possibly doing that. And first of all, regardless of what job that is, I mean, I think we can mutually agree that, that that's just a scumbag move. The, uh, yeah. it's like, you know, in, in like court proceedings when you, you object uh, yeah. for, for a, a BS reason, but you just got it out there and got it on the record. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just get the feeling that this guy's doing it. May, yeah. I mean, maybe to advance his career and uh, to, to just make Panarin suffer for a little while. Yeah. And, and the thing that really, really sucks in the long run with this situation is hopefully uh, because there has, you know, there, obviously the one concern about this whole situation is, you know, Panarin does have family back in Russia and, right. you know, they could be at risk. Um, it, there's that as well as, you know, there's always going to be, regardless if it comes out in a week or so, if, if he's completely innocent, which it seems like it's trending in that direction, but in the day and age, there's, it, there's always going to be that, that what if surrounding Panarin, you yeah. know, I, you know, and it's unfortunate because he's, he's a very young guy. He, he's done a lot for l- the league and, and hockey, as well as stuff not even pertaining to hockey, just stuff being a good person off the ice. And uh, it, it's just unfortunate situation and, and just unfortunate towards New York Rangers that in an already kind of drama filled year uh that they they just got over tony d'angelo over two two weeks ago now they got to deal with their top player yeah right uh dealing with this situation so uh hopefully in a week or so and and i'm not just saying this because i'm a ranger fan as well as a new york kid hopefully just for the sake of just something ending on a good note that this is nothing more than just a fantastic lie told by someone desperate for attention and the advancement of their career i think he had a good point maybe maybe his whole uh I, idea in, in doing this was just so it it follows him around for a little while yeah and, and that would satisfy this person but uh, I don't know well we'll see he's still out I believe for now yeah. I don't know how long this leave is going to go for but um, it, it seems to be a whole bunch of malarkey as a uh, hogwash the, the people of my age say rubbish, rubbish. rubbish. yeah yeah <laughs> I still have a couple of days before I can really use those terms. so And then I'll start making fun of you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, let's hear from betonline.ag. And it is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football, it might be over, but the NBA is around. College basketball is around. The NHL is obviously around. Is college basketball, uh, are, are they doing their tournament? like normal this year like is Uh, 64 teams or no is it changed i I originally thought and and i i just hadn't really been following it just because me neither it's it's it hasn't been what it usually is yeah and And the weird thing is i'm a michigan guy so michigan's doing great so and i'm a duke fan so them not playing well even adds to it worse oh yeah more but uh i i was under the impression that they're originally just going to do all the teams and just have this massive tournament but i think now that they're going to have uh just the the normal bracket. Are they because, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, whenever that comes around, I mean the games that are out right now, obviously you can bet, but uh we're getting to the March Madness period. So uh get your account and betonline.ag. And if you want to bet on award shows or TV shows or reality TV, I don't know how you do that, but feel free, you can. Uh real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head over to the website and sign up for your free account, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline.ag, it is your online sportsbook experts. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit, discover bank member FDIC. All right. Uh, let's go take a trip to Lake Tahoe and it's over. It was a entertaining weekend on many different areas. One game took forever to play.
1: <laughs> uh, I wonder what
0: game that was. <laughs> and, and the other was a bit of a blowout, but um, We'll start with with my guys and, and the avalanche. So, you know, it, I think it, it helps because they won. If if I went through a day of that and they lost, it, you know, and it, it, it would just hurt a little bit more. But can you um, can you just lay out for our listeners how you approached? I mean, everybody by now knows that this game was postponed because yeah. of issues with the ice, but lay out for our listeners your day on Saturday. Cause you did describe it to me, but you need to retell this story. Well, I, I mean it was, so I'm, I'm in New York and it's, it was a three o'clock start time here, which for me is good on one end because being, being on the East coast and being a fan of the avalanche and the way that this season is constructed, they're playing nothing but West coast games. So my start times are nine, 10 o'clock Eastern so it sucks because I'm getting like <laughs> no sleep. So I had a three o'clock game. So I'm like, that's cool. But on the other side, I got two little kids and it's like, I was, tr- my, I was trying so like covertly to coincide like my, my son's nap time with when the game started, but I didn't want to tip my wife off to that. So it was like <laughs> so, and it worked it worked he was taking a nap during the first period and i'm like if i could just get half this game in uninterrupted i'll be happy and guys were just biting it left and right and it was always around center ice where they were just face planting (laughs) i was i was shocked that it got to the point to where there was almost a trench being formed in the middle They showed a replay, a, a slow mo replay, and Landeskog that ate it, going back to the bench. Landeskog did, yeah. Jason Jost did. The ref um, did at one multiple times. Like, and, and that's just on the Avalanche side. Guys on Vegas were doing it too. So, um, you know, obviously they postponed it. So, uh, when 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 Gary Bettman is being interviewed uh, by Tarico, and if you go back and watch it. And he's, and, and Bettman is standing there so nonchalantly, just like leaning the gut up against the boards. <laughs> and he's like, he goes, so uh we're going to restart this at nine o'clock local time. Tariko goes midnight Eastern. Like, he's like, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> His reaction was my reaction. I'm like, Oh my God, they're three hours behind. They're not 2 hours, They're three hours behind. I'm like, Holy crap. How am I going to do this? So I, you know, I went to sleep, man. I, I went to sleep around nine o'clock, set the alarm for eleven forty-five to get up and watch a hockey game at midnight for another two hours. Yeah. And <laughs> that, that was wild. I, and, and on the other side of that, what, how my day went. So I was telling Chris beforehand uh, 25% capacity uh, occupancy here in New York city uh, yeah. with bars and restaurants. And so I originally just left the house and made plans after the postponement. And, yeah, I my first glance my, my first thought I was like why are they replaying the game you know I'm out at the bar with friends and you know and, and, and it's midnight I'm like why are we replaying this game and then I realized the sun was down and I was like oh no yeah. oh no what, what is going on here what? yeah um but now on to the more important kind of yeah things surrounding this this just and, and Emily Cap Ka- Kaplan on Twitter put out the perfect tweet about saying just this kind of just makes all the stadium series games obsolete. I think we could agree that the view was incredible. Insane. And, and just the whole vibe that was going on. And especially I loved how like the players didn't show up, especially for Boston uh, in the other game mm. on the Sunday game, if I'm not mistaken, where uh, they showed up in like 90s attire. Oh, uh, yeah, I, think yeah. I want that to be a thing permanently around the league. Like just not not just 90 attire, but make it themed and and but with yeah. everything else, just the the atmosphere and the water with people in their kayaks, just all that stuff. I think the NHL has I think finally found something that works. Yeah, and, and they need to to really to really stay on this and, and and maybe do something where they just do these games strictly for maybe charity, where they 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 price the tickets a. a ridiculous amount of money where you and I can't get this unless we get a media pass <laughs> But you and then you you do that with the sole uh focus of obviously having the game outside, but as well as you know raising money for a good cause. And I think it I think it's good PR at the end of the day. And I, I don't know I'm kind of throwing you a curple right now at this uh but I think the next outdoor game should be at two Jack Lake and alberta and have maybe battle of alberta now it's sort of like lake tahoe for and for people who don't know where this place is it's basically the outdoor pond that's always frozen over and you can see right through the ice uh it's always on tsn it's always on instagram uh that's where the next game needs to play and and i i mean the jerseys made it even better too yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, one of them did. The other one didn't make any sense. I I, I still don't um, understand the reverse retros for Vegas. They don't, they don't have one. It's just a Jersey. <laughs> it, it's like that. And the Islanders so, are just like, yeah, Yeah. they phoned sorry, it. Islander fans, um, I, throw a shot there. I can't take credit for this because I heard it for, uh, on another show somewhere. Um, but when I heard it, I was like, Oh, that needs to happen. And I'm surprised you didn't just come up with it. Uh, Central park. In New York City you know what's funny I said that literally I was on a show before this and I yeah. said that I've been saying that all right here's the thing when, <laughs> now you can tell I've, I've held this in for years you said it so many times you, you just I have said it, it so anything. many times to where yeah. it's just frustrating I'm, I'm just like I I've been saying it for ever since we had the outdoor games years ago with the Rangers the Islanders and the Devils at Yankee Stadium even beforehand yeah. uh Central Park I, I mean, anybody that's ever been to Central Park, the Great Lawn, right mm-hmm. smacked in the middle, uh, tons of space. So don't even tell me that there's no space to play this game. Yeah. Oh my uh, god, you have yeah. six ball, you have six baseball fields, all in yeah. one. So it, I, it's the perfect spot. Um, I, and I, I would love maybe if, if unfortunately, if if COVID is still a thing in the future, and we have to scale back the fans. Just have the playoffs in the Stanley Cup Finals out in outdoor games. Oh my God! Can imagine, imagine Game that? Seven in the Stanley Cup Finals in Lake Tahoe in Ga- in Grand Central Park. Oh in, my God. in on a lake in Alberta. Maybe Elon Musk could get on this. We have a game on the moon or something like that. <laughs> I know that we're still waiting. the technology isn't there yet, but still, I I, I just think that the the nhl going back to my point has opened up the door for endless opportunities in which they could take this they have now and and it would i i really am praying because we've spoken about it a ton on this show how the nhl could promote the game and 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 i really hope they do this i really hope they 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 keep going with this uh and get weird with it have an outdoor game in los angeles on top of the freeway while there's bumper to bumper traffic in Los Angeles, get crazy with it. Have one in the desert on during the cold, cold season in, in, in Arizona. Is, is there like a building somewhere where you can do it on like top of the bill, a bit like, you know, clerk style, I w- just do it. Know on top. It's f- I, <laughs> I thought That's about this do it on top of the quick stop on clerks. Have it on do top that. of this, have it on top of the Sears tower in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'd love I that. mean I mean just put a rank on top of that huge whatever I don't the monument in St Louis the oh uh, yeah the <laughs> The arc have it on the yeah. uh in Washington where they have the uh, the uh, inauguration the little uh, oh that reflection yeah, pool man. there you do go. that there See? there you go I like it but the interesting thing is to wrap this up thought, um, the, the avalanche played a game that started in the sun and ended under the moon that took about 12 hours. The funny thing is the Bruins and the Flyers did the same exact thing. And their game was a normal timeframe game, which I don't understand that, that that's so confusing to me is because yeah, I get why the NHL wanted to have like the ambiance and the, the scenery and stuff like that. But to have that game at why, why couldn't you have that game at five o'clock, western time? You're still yeah. gonna get sunlight doing it at at, at one o'clock, uh, western time, it was cold enough. The issue was just it was zero clouds in the sky, and that killed the ice. So yeah, why, and I mean I, I get it. You, you want to have the scenery, but you can still do that later in the day when you won't have those ice problems. I and, and-, and it, it was odd. And I think, like, at one point during the broadcast, just that ended, I think Tariko said something when they were going into the whole postponement break thing was that the NHL was sort of banking on, I guess, bad weather. And, and when I say bad weather, maybe just like partly cloudy skies. Right. Like, yeah. And, and obviously, they didn't get that. Uh, a little hiccup there. But I, I mean, other than that, I have, other than the nine hour delay, okay. which, Affected you yeah, more, yeah. obviously, than me and, and Avalanche and, and Vegas fans. Uh, still, I, I think we give this effort towards the NHL an A+. Plus. Oh, yeah. It was, it, it's a home run. Even, the, even with the problems, it, it was still a home run. Oh, it was still uh, a home run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and e- even the uh, Nathan McKinnon hole-in-one attempt, uh, which was recorded, which was the most anticlimactic thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life because it's the most impossible thing to do in, in, in any sport – That shot, there was like 75 mile an hour wind gusts going, (laughs) and you're like, This ain't gonna happen. So, I have to admit, when they did the little preview before the game with Joe Sackett kind of playing golf, I was like, Are we gonna watch Joe Sackett just play 18 holes like it's nothing? Because I'm down for that too. Could have, (laughs) they could have, they could have. So, All right, uh, let's hear from Rock Auto, and then uh, we'll talk about some Heart Trophy candidates. Uh, RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or daily driver. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks. Delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand's specifications and prices that you prefer. Best <clears throat> of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals. And the do-it-yourselfers, why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how-did-you-hear-about-us section so they know we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com.
1: Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly, too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O dot com with code NHL.
0: Okay, uh, it's... Like I said in the beginning, it's pr- right now, it, it's kind of a, a two-headed game between Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews for the Hart Trophy candidate. First of all, do you think both of these guys can continue the pace that they are on? Uh, I think 100%. And I think that goes back to what we said on the last show, uh, especially about Austin Matthews is the guys, these, these goal scorers, these, these snipers, especially like Austin Matthews, the, the Alexander Ovechkins, the the guys that go out there and take eight to 10 slap shots a game. Um, This kind of schedule that they're playing right now, these guys feed off of that to, to face the same goalie uh, two, three times a week, especially when he could possibly be struggling Uh, I, I think that that is, and we, it goes back to the baseball logic as well, Mm -hmm. um, that you brought up last show that, that, you know, the the fact that, you know, a hitter is hot and he's every, every, every pitch looks like a a balloon. And and I think that kind of looks like what these guys are looking at. You know, every goalie looks like a piece of Swiss cheese. There's so many holes where they could throw the puck in. Uh, and we were kind of talking with on the last show about how Austin Matthews, can he hit the fifty goal mark? Well, he's on pace to hit fifty on the dot right now. Is he really? And he's been doing this all. Remember, he's been doing this all with a, a nagging wrist injury. So imagine <laughs> if he finally gets you know that to you know settled. And I I mean, who knows? Uh, I think they both have the pieces around them to 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 continue their torrid bases. Uh With McDavid, I don't know if he's going to obviously keep up. In, in goals, but I think he's definitely going to tally a lot more points. I, I think it really comes down to as who might come up on top in terms of winning the MVP, the Hart trophy. I think that really is going to come down to where their teams finish in the Canadian division. So I'm looking at the just what's up on NHL.com and they just have, you know, the top 10 guys, and if you know, if I were to go deeper, I'm sure there's some other guys that are tied with ten points. But the ten guys that they have up here, uh, how many do you think are from Canadian teams? Uh out of the if first you're looking six, at it, I don't know if you're looking at I it. I am looking at it. Okay, so enough. you're cheating is what you're doing. Well, uh- <laughs> you you never said that it was off limits, sir. Uh, so the out of the top six, you have. Five players in the Canadian division. Yeah. I mean, out of these 10 uh, guys that they show, there's three guys that are in on um, American teams. <laughs> so, does that say something about the Canadian division that it's just easy to score up there? I mean, I don't know. But it's the, it's the thin air. That's what yeah, it is. <laughs> But you, I mean, you look at overall points, and McDavid is ahead of Matthews by seven. McDavid has 38 compared to Matthews' 31. But then skip over to goals, and Matthews is up by five on McDavid just in goals. Yeah. So um, here's my thing with Austin Matthews, and I really hope I don't annoy some people here. But you know, if I preface anything by saying that, I'm probably going to annoy some people. Don't you get the impression from a like a, a media standpoint, the media wants like Austin Matthews to be that guy that goes head to head with Conor McDavid. And anytime he, like the, the media has been waiting for Austin Matthews to do what he's doing right now for years. And now that he's doing it, they are flaunting over him. And it's like, this is what we knew. He, we always knew he could do this. Yeah, but The fact that he is like, he's, he's almost going up to that next level, which is, you know, you're like, well, he's already a superstar, but he's, he's kind of taking off right now. And the media is having a field day with it because they've been waiting for him to do this for years. Yeah, and, and I think it—it's it, hockey media's need to have one superstar pitted against another because let's face it, we're not going to have Crosby versus Ovechkin forever, right? And 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 I read a piece—I forgot who wrote it and what art, what website. Ironically, at the moment, uh, who wrote it? And if 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 I remember, I'll definitely post it to our to my Twitter account. Mm. But it was an article saying how. It's time for Austin Matthews to take the mantle from Alexander Ovechkin to be the NHL's next great goal scorer. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is the year he's finally starting to do it. And I think that Matt uh, McDavid, on the other hand, is also starting to take it the, the torch from Crosby in a way as the jack of all trades guy. He can you know. beat you with his passing. He can beat you with his skating. I mean, f- we haven't even discussed uh, the the trademark McDavid move now, where he scored two goals in a span of I think maybe what four months. Uh, the McDavid, what are we even calling it? The McDavid stop and go, where where he just <laughs> he stops real short on the rush and he just swings it past the the, the goaltender, which I I don't know how you defend that. Right. Uh, and, and I. I don't really look at it as McDavid versus Matthews at the end of the day. I just look at it as two guys who just happen to play for Canadian teams Mm -hmm. uh, who are battling it out for the top spot in the Canadian division. Um, so yeah, obviously there's always, especially these guys were drafted a year apart from each other. So there's always going to be that comparison. And, and I, I mean, I don't, do you think there, I don't think, I think you would agree that there's really no wrong answer in terms of who the heart trophy winner is going to be at the end of the season. If these two keep it up, no, I, I would be fine with either one of those two. Um, and, and I hate always saying like, you know, if it was between these two, I would probably go the Austin Matthews route. And and I hate that I always say that because I, I take it away from Connor McDavid because yeah we know he's the greatest yeah. and, it, and it's it's unfair to to not give him the award because he just keeps doing what he's doing he deserves uh, the the recognition in terms of hardware yeah. uh, as much as anybody else and yeah. and it shouldn't be taken away from him because he's you know on another level than everybody else but I think the thing that might be different between McDavid and Matthews obviously is like in normal circumstances they're not going to be uh Crosby and Ovechkin because they're in different divisions they play on different ends of the country they only play each other a couple times a year so you're not going to get that rivalry that you do and and you know who knows how many years we have left of Crosby and Ovechkin but we're not going to get that with McDavid and and Matthews but wouldn't you say just to argue against that point that that's what makes these matchups, even that more special that you don't like get when this is often. Yeah, yeah. When they do play, I think it's more, yeah, it's, I mean, it's always an event when Crosby and, and Ovechkin cross paths, especially in the playoffs. But I, I mean, in recent years, uh, other than the playoff games uh, that Ovechkin and Crosby had, I, I think we've always, I think we've sort of to a certain point been spoiled with them meeting up as many times as they are. So when you have the Maple Leafs play the, oil, uh, the Oilers and, and you've seen it with the, the coverage, um, it, it's almost an event. It's almost like sort of, I, I guess, I, I, I don't know, like I guess what you would know, imagine what Mario and versus Gretzky was back in the day. It's it's almost like the <clears throat> the allure of the Yankees Mets has completely worn off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you did that once every like every other year or even once every like five years, yeah. People would flock to it. So you yeah. you're, you're probably onto something there. Like you know, they, they play less often. So when they do play, it's it's must watch must watch hockey. So I So I guess to to maybe end that point, are you saying that maybe the NHL should go probably the old school football, the the football method of playing one division outside of your conference, or at this point you're Mm. in the Western conference uh, per year. So maybe the Atlantic plays, I don't know, the Pacific strictly as the West Coast team uh, for one season, and then they rotate to another. Oh, you mean if they keep like, this current style of or schedule. or if they go back to the old style i mean if you go back to the old style you're, you're only playing that other side of the country twice a year anyway right but to so, give fans kind of that taste and wanting them to hunger for more as opposed to maybe four games a year we have okay mcdavid and matthews maybe next year they they strictly play only the wet the uh, the pacific uh division. Well, that i so, so two is too few and eight yes. is too many, basically. Yes. So so kind of like somewhere in the middle. Yes. I mean, that was an old uh, right, an old way of, of hockey. Yeah. I mean, there there were times where I can't remember how it was exactly set up, but yeah, like the the east and west would play each other more than twice a year. Um, maybe go back to that because people want to see the matchups. That's what they that's what they want to see. So if you have well, these two guys there, yeah, do it. I just hope that the nhl doesn't fall in love with the canadian division because i mean the nhl the the canadian division has given us everything i think we hoped for out of that and i just i hope they don't keep these divisions the way they are just because especially how lopsided they are if you look at the central i mean the central is starting to pick up uh i mean as well and then and then obviously the pacific is well they can't really yeah because you know we have the kraken coming in uh Ooh, which yeah. will which will just make things even more lopsided and, and the way that they had things set up um everything was equal so right um, yeah no i i this is fun for now i don't want to do now. this every year i don't <laughs> want to do this every year this is annoying i, I want to play more than uh seven teams in a season so i agree um all right man that will be it for today and for this week. Uh, next week, we'll get back on track. I, th- I think, hopefully. Hopefully, Sch- we'll schedules see. should be normal and we'll get a-, a mailbag out there. So follow us on uh, Twitter. Follow the, the show, uh, Locked on NHL on Twitter. Follow me, L O P N underscore Avalanche. Follow Denker at AP Danker D E N. Follow Locked on Lightning at L O underscore Lightning. Follow on Instagram at Locked on underscore lightning. And remember, we're announcing the winner of the Alex Kaloran Stanley Cup uh, signed puck. So go ahead and go to the Instagram or the Twitter page for the rules. Get in on that so you have a chance to win. Cool. All right. Man. That'll be it for today, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, and if I, if under normal, normal circumstances, you would all be invited to my party. But... <laughs> can't happen so i'll turn 40 by myself (laughs) all right everybody see you next week